On MPI brought to you by DigiKey this week, it is Microchip Lady Ada. What is exciting and new from new product introductions this week? I'm glad you asked. This week, uh, our pick of the beginning of the year is going to be the Picket from Microchip. They have a new Picket 5. So it's the fifth generation. Is there a pick? And, you know, I've had a pick kit. So this is like, I'm, I'm familiar with this device. Um, you know, I bought one a very long time ago to program uh, pick 16 F84 microcontrollers. And uh, they've improved it greatly since then. So this is the fifth generation um, available at DigiKey and it's in stock. Um, so as you might expect, uh, you know, it, it works with MPLAB, MPLAB X, which is, I guess, the 10th version. The fifth generation adds more and more support for chips. Um, I don't know what generation they added support for ABRs, but one of the nice things is this is one of the few programmers that supports, um, you know, SWD, JTAG, PIC, AVRs, various styles and techniques. Um, and uh, different, uh, you know, um, you know, MIPS chips, etc. Uh, it's a very wide range tool. So let's take a look. So inside is a at SEM E70. So it's like a 300 megahertz uh, Cortex M7 processor. So it's a pretty beefy device. It's got Bluetooth built in, uh, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Probably a roving networks module, um, and it can communicate. It can it can power the target. It can be powered by the target. Um, it's got an SD card and uh, various buffers and analog scalers. And the thing that's cool about it is, like I mentioned, it isn't just like an old school um, pick, you know, 16F or 24 or whatever microcontroller it, uh, program or, uh, or DSPIC. It's also for the AVR series, the SAM series, and the CEC series. Um, so, you know, ever since Microchip purchased um, Atmel, like almost 10 years ago, eight years ago, um, they've been slowly integrating AVR and Atmel chip support into everything, and uh, they have it here. So on the board, there's an 8-pin connector, um, and you see on the left-hand side, like it says 8-pin SIL, that's like a single inline connection. And you kind of pick and choose which pins you're going to use for your debug interface. So you can see like if you're using UPDI, you're going to use, um, you know, reset. Uh, V-target, that's the power of the target, ground, and data. Whereas if you're using, um, you know, AVR JTAG, you're going to use almost all the pins because you have to have TDO, T-clock, TDI, and TMS. Um, but also supports TPI, ISP, PDI, UPDI, and debug wire, which not a lot of programmers support. If you have like an old style, um, you know, Arduino compatible with an Atmega, I think the 328 and the 324 had debug wire support, which I honestly never got using because I never had debug wire debugger. So this is a programmer and debugger. Um, I think this image was drawn in like the mid nineties and they've been <laughs> using it since I've seen this drawing multiple times. Um, so as expected, it supports all the PIC chips. It can generate uh, high voltages. Some of them require like the MCLARD pin to go up to 12 volts for high voltage programming. It can do it. Uh, it also, like I said, uh, supports debug wire. Um, which is a one-wire debugging system. Again, I, I have not used it, although I wanted to. I believe it's supported in the um, Atmega 328, whatever, series. There's also TPI. TPI is used for small AT-Tiny chips. I've definitely used this. Uh, it only uses like two or three pins. 
um, data clock and reset. So like, you know, there's a six pin AT tiny tens or whatever. Um, there aren't enough pins for SPI. So you, you get away with the TPI interface. There's also um, high voltage AV, HVSP and HVPP. Obviously, you don't usually need this as much unless you like really messed up your microcontroller or you have something like you're using a new PDI programmable chips, which is like the latest AT tinies. Um, you can use the UPDI pin as a reset pin, but then you have to use high voltage programming mode in order to enable it. Um, you need 12 volts. So yeah, and in this case, uh, it'll generate that 12 volts for you, which is very nice because it's a total pain in the ass uh, to generate and, and create that pulse if you don't have a programmer that supports it. I would recommend, uh, I did not purchase the adapter um, and I'm purchasing the adapter now because uh, you know if you want to connect all these wires up to your dev board, um, especially if you have JTAG or SWD, there's standard cables and connectors. And this is a little dongle that like plugs into the side of the um, Picket 5 and then gives you all the, like, all the cables and adapters. You can also just craft your own, honestly, but it's handy. Okay, but then the best part about this, the thing that I think is the thing that makes it the pick of the year, because we just started, so this is the, the best NPI of the year, is the programmer to go ability, which I think is new and is uh, really neat because a common thing that I've bumped into in my life is I need to, I want to give somebody a programmer. I'm like, okay, program all these boards and I don't want them to run MP lab on their computer. Maybe like, you know, I don't want to install it or there's like driver issues. I just want to be like, look, plug this thing in and in the field, you press the button and it programs in the, the flash and the fuses, whatever that you need. And once in a while you can get, like I think uh, Seger has one for SWD, but it's like really, really expensive. So this is like a hundred bucks and it has a little micro SD slot on the back. You can see within MP lab, you have to generate the program file. So you have to like in MP lab, like create the thing that tells it the chip and the code and the fuses, blah, blah, blah. but once you have that program file, you put that on the SD card and then you slot it in and then if it doesn't connect to usb you just press the button um and there's like an led strip that tells you what's going on and it will just program it in the field without a computer as many times as you want um super fast and repeatedly so um there is an led strip and there's like there is a little bit of like feedback of like oh like blinking purple means it's programming and you know it, it does work um in the field without a display However, I will say I would recommend um, they have an iOS and Android app that you can use and it will like give you more information, like if it couldn't connect or there was a failure in verification. And you can also select which file you want to upload to your device. So if you have like multiple programs and multiple different chips, you're like, oh, this is for the AVR, or this is for the UPDI, whatever. You select it and then you press program and go. So basically you have like you, know, you can't compile on the on through the app, but you can select which program file you want to upload uh, via Bluetooth. And this is iOS, but there's also Android as well. Available. In stock, you can actually buy it. I can't even imagine how much they had to delay this because the SAMe 70 being Cortex M7, I'm sure was like very limited during the chip shortage. Um, but we're seeing all, all sorts of hardware reappear. So this just popped up in the DigiKey slash new. Yeah. And I, this is very cool. I'm pretty, I was pretty sore about microchip because it was really difficult, um, dealing with them, the humans, not who were just being a little shifty, 
um, during the part shortage. So, um, but it's all, but you know, all's forgiven. You know, all's forgiven. It was a crazy night. I know. What do you do? Like, you know. Happy to have them on here. It was tequila. It's not enough sandwich. And, uh, what are you going to do? You know, it was desperate times and we all did something. Um, we did get the chips eventually. We did get the chips eventually. It was just, it was, it was desperate. It was, it was, it was. It was now that you can get chips. It was grim. It's a perfect time to pick. So, like, everything's pick fine it. now. Love me some microchip. Um, let's uh, play this. This is cheaper than the AVR ice or Atmel ice. So it's like cheaper yeah. than most programmers. You get the Bluetooth on the go programming and it supports the entire family yeah. of chips. What I'm saying is um, it's all fine. And if you live through the chip shortage, we got hit so bad. And even us were like, you know what? It's totally fine, Microchip. Sending you a Christmas card. You're back on the nice list. Okay. Um, it's true. Um, let's see a video about it. Let's see a video and then uh, that'll be on API. The PickKit 5 can also program targets without the need for a host computer, using the tool's programmer to go feature. This allows one of several pre-programmed program images to be selected and read from a FAT32 formatted micro SDHC card inserted into the tool. The memory card can be programmed from the MPLabX IDE. In the Project Properties dialog, Go to the PickKit 5 category, then the Programmer to Go option category to set up the programming details. Next, select the Programmer to Go menu item from the Make and Program button. Alternatively, use the IPE application. Enter Advanced Mode, then choose the required hex file. Select the Settings tab, adjust the programming settings as required, then click the Programmer to Go button to commence programming the card. When using Programmer to Go in the field, power for the PickKit 5 can often be obtained from the target hardware, so typically only a connection from the tool to the target is required. Remote programming is initiated by pressing the button under the PickKit logo. Press and hold this same button to reset the PickKit 5 in case of error or after inserting a new memory card. Hi, I'm MPR.